Oh, oh, look who it is. Alright, <laughs> 15 minutes, and you're like, oh, okay. Okay, I'll wait 15 minutes. And now you're freaking taking 20 minutes. Jabari, you're the one that took a long time, dude. I told you to send it, like, five you minutes You told me to send it immediately. No, I sent it. I sent you the text oh, message oh, at oh, 9 oh, p.m. Oh, saying send it. Oh, and look at it. It's not 06. You just now sent it. Gosh. Anyway. Hello, and today we're going to be talking about how uh, Evan's not in our podcast anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> you want to explain how, or should I say Chris, and uh, how Chris, uh, you know, he's happy. Um, I'm going to let you handle that, being Ooh. that it's uh, your podcast. <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong thing. Uh, well, I'll just say, so, Chris... You know, he he had some some opinions <laughs> that I would say weren't too modern, and uh, we called him out on it. And he got mad at us. <laughs> so, um, not only was it not modern, uh, it was I might add pretty radical in terms of the uh, topic we were uh, speaking on and um, it just went against my personal morals and it's not something that I could uh, get down with so uh, yeah yeah I mean we, we tried to make up you know like okay Evan well you know that conversation happened a while ago you know we moved past but Evan or should I say Chris you know he just didn't say anything ever after that <laughs> <laughs> then we're like okay. you know I uh as friends that went back uh, to early high school, I thought that we would be able to uh, get past it. And um, I guess I was incorrect. You know, Jabari, you and I, we had our uh, differences at one point in time. And we wised up. We're both adults. And uh, mm-hmm. we let bygones be bygones. I guess not all people can do that. You know, not throwing shade at them, at said person. And not trying to, uh, you know, judge their uh, character, but um, yeah, yeah, you know, um, I yeah. don't think I can get down with that person uh, again until uh, they come to grips with reality. If he's listening to this right now, which I doubt, but you know, if he is, you know, just there's a high possibility. You know, we're we're open to uh, talking again as long as there's a. Uh, Consists to not talk about anything serious ever again. <laughs> because, because we just have completely different views. Well, with that, we'll switch to something a little a little more important, actually. And yeah. it's about the death of Deontay and the replacement of Blake <laughs> that no one wanted. So uh, Blake stiff. So uh, what yes. is it like? What's it like? You know, disappointing everyone. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, the only per- the only people I really disappointed were my parents, um, <laughs> my siblings, my grandparents, my friends, my dog, and um, that's it. That's the only people that I disappointed. Uh, so uh, you know, <laughs> since no one wants you here, when are you going to bring back Deontay? I think we've all been well, asking that. Here's the thing. It's a great question, Jabari. I'm, I'm glad that was asked. Now that I can address it, 
Um, there have been people over the course of this past year that have come to know me as uh, Blake. So I really don't think Deontay's coming back. The only pe- the only time I'm going to answer to Deontay is if it's people, obviously, from my past. I don't expect everybody to switch that to call me Blake. I know for a fact you're not going to. Um, my parents, I can't shake that with them. My closest friend, I told him, hey, call me Blake from now on. He said a couple of the expletives that I can't really repeat on this podcast. So <laughs> I've just come to terms with reality. People... So you're telling me that that one girl you just met, she knows you as Blake. Yes. yes. <laughs> you better hope I never meet that person ever. <laughs> you know, funny story, actually. Last year, I met um, I met a girl. And she knew me as Blake. So I went over to her house. Her friends were having like a tequila night and what have you. We were all drinking, having fun. And um, her best friend started interrogating me, for lack of better terms. And uh, she was, she said, so what's your middle name? And I said, Blake. <laughs> and she was like, so your name is Blake, Blake. <laughs> I had to stop myself from laughing. I was like, no, it's. It's not my uh, my real name. My, my real name is Deontay, but I, I go by Blake. And she was like, oh. So you yeah, and then they, said, like, yeah, no. <laughs> they said, oh, uh, the door's over there. <laughs> so you just walked out. They're like, Oddly <laughs> enough, I stopped talking to the girl after that night. <laughs> Hope. If I see that person, I'm super like, and just talking about, like, you know that guy named Blake? <laughs> You might need to you might need to ask him a little more questions. I'm gonna get a random text. So who's Donate? <laughs> and that's gonna be the day that I'm gonna have to stop talking to everybody. <laughs> so uh, Jabari, what's what's new with you? What's new with you, my friend? Oh, nothing much, nothing much. You know, uh, I finally uh, applied to my university, so now I'm just waiting for really? the professors to send in their letters of recommendation. And then, okay, I'll wait for me to hopefully get accepted. If I don't, then I have to rethink so my I can go life. to China. China. <laughs> so, uh, do you have a plan B in mind? Or? Nope, not at all. Okay, that's awesome. You know, yeah, honestly, you I, sub- <laughs> I personally, all jokes aside, I know I'm laughing, but I actually subscribe to that uh, ideology very well. What the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, Anyways, um, just kind of think ahead. You know, exactly. Well, you know, not only that, if you have a plan B, that automatically instills a sense of doubt in your mind. True, true. And um, if you have any doubt in mind, then obviously you're not going to give uh, the path that you want to take your all. So sometimes it's best not to have a plan B. A lot of successful people actually. Uh, did not have plan B's. So, you know. But, you know, a lot of unsuccessful people also did not have plan B's as well. However, they did not have a clear path that they wanted to travel. True. Or they did not have the proper education to travel down said path. True. Like this path, it's clear. No fog, no sky. It's just that path. I see that goal. I'm like, I'm walking. That path is just straight gray skies and thunderstorms. (laughs) And um, trees falling I'm... over. 
<laughs> tornadoes. I, got, I was walking down the, <laughs> I was walking down the road and I uh I started to levitate a little bit because the winds of the tornado were very strong. So uh, <laughs> I had to ground I actually myself. See that What's path from my path? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I just see you walking, looking down. <laughs> Like Jesus, help! Help! <laughs> so yeah, man, that's uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, are there any particular universities in China that you're looking at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one called Chua. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you pronounced that correctly. No, I actually pronounced it accurately, hundred percent. Ironically. You're gonna have to see the name of it so I can uh, it, research it. It's pronounced T S I N G H U A Tsinghua. Tsinghua. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's my top pick. But then there's also okay. Peking University. You said Pecan. Peking, like a Peking duck. Oh, pe- I don't know why you chose Peking duck, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that one, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. But then there's the the one that's not in China, which is Hong Kong's University of Science and Technology. And where is that? What do you think? <laughs> you <laughs> said Hong Kong. So Hong Kong is in China. Is it not? Technically, you know, that's kind of controversial. So I will not act on that statement. Okay, so just so I don't get a little ignorance from, in this topic. No, yeah. But it's in Hong Kong. Blacklisted because, okay. And last time I checked, I could be severely incorrect. Um, Hong Kong was in China, so yeah, yeah, that's controversial. So I won't even uh, yeah, no, that's that's perfectly fine. I I I feign ignorance. I did not even know it was a controversial topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in America, but in yeah, that makes sense. We have our own we have our own controversies going on these days. Yeah, Yeah, like how in two days there might be a civil war. So I mean, you know. It's nice to know and how it's uh, become very political, whether to wear a mask or not. I did not know that would be a political matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, hey, that's the country, the great country that we live in. Yeah, which is soon to collapse. You know, I, I, I said it. I said it on air. Country's about to collapse. Because okay. even regardless of who wins or who I voted for, the country's going to collapse. Freaking COVID, you know, it's crazy. Too much. Can, can we talk about something that's very weird? Is that you can't even share your true opinions on anything anymore <laughs> publicly in fear of getting either banned, blacklisted, or seen as or pretty much demonized simply because you don't agree with somebody else's uh opinion, you know? Yeah. And I think that's kind of ridiculous Literally, i mean that's like for, even for example in college before this election like say right when trump got elected i it was make any opinion like if someone was like oh something something i would not even speak out because i knew whatever i said was going to be wrong yeah no matter what. yeah and to piggyback off of that i hate that expression but to piggyback off of that um i was in english class in college um before i failed slash dropped out um and this is around the time of the uh, 2016 presidential elections. And uh, my professor 
was talking about a lot of stuff. And of course, you know, President elect Trump or President elect at the time Trump was um, brought up, as well as like some other instances. It was so many symbol symbols were going on. A lot of people were bringing up swastikas for whatever reason. What the uh, inverted pentagram was brought up. Um, the inverted cross by Trump and all this stuff. And it's crazy because everybody was giving their opinions on it, on it. And I was one of the few that kept their mouths shut. And um, my professor saw me laughing at our good friend, Hillary. Don't know why I gave out his full government name. But, um, <laughs> I'll block that out. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, so she uh, saw me laugh um, at our friend Hill simply because I was like, this is ridiculous. And I already know if either of us or any of the quiet ones speak up is going to cause even more controversy. So she singled me out and asked me, asked why I was being quiet. And I told her, I try to use the most politically correct statement ever. I said, you can't necessarily judge someone based off of the symbol outright. You just have to know the context in which they're using the symbol. And I try to leave it at that. And she was like, can you explain a little further? And I was like, well, shit. Um, so what I mean by that is I said, let's say, for example, the inverted pentagram. I was like, obviously, if somebody sees that, they're going to think it's satanic. However, Satanists, they actually um, reject that particular symbol. Um, some people use it as a sign of anti-religion. Others use it as a sign just to scare people that are closed-minded and not willing to like educate themselves more. And then the origin of the inverted pentagram was actually used by Native Americans um, when the pilgrims came over to America at first, or the Americas at the time. Um, the Native Americans, it was believed that they were using inverted pentagrams or pentagrams in general. Um, each point was to was pretty much in uh, regard to a different spirit that they believed in and prayed to. And when the pilgrims tried to convert them and proselytize them to Christianity and they rejected, they said what they believed was satanic simply because they would not accept their personal beliefs. So that's really where the demonization of the inverted pentagram came from. Wow. And I tried to explain that to her and a lot of people um, automatically <laughs> got quiet <laughs> Yeah, so this is exactly why the I professor to just goes get out, out. <laughs> and she's like, "So that's cool, but what's your opinion on everything?" I said, "I just need to know the usage of the said symbol, and then from there I can give an opinion." And she was like, "So if you see a swastika out of nowhere," I said, "Me personally, being the um, minority I am, I'm automatically <laughs> assume." one's intention behind using the symbol well actually i, I would argue ignorance. it depends on the race kind of because if there's yeah, like an asian or I an would... indian person using swastika in buddhism there is you know the swastika wasn't a swastika it was like whatever some symbol exactly or something. and that's the point i try to make to her that's literally the exact yeah. point i said i automatically depending on who of course I would um, automatically assume their intent. However, I would be open-minded enough to see exactly what the um, intended use of it was. And depending on from there is when I would be um, offended or not. But I try to remain as open-minded as possible. I'm human, so that does not always happen. And I jump to conclusions just like the next person. So yeah, it's just crazy, you know, just to kind of circle everything back together for years. You know, we're only 23 now, but for years we've not been able to speak out or give opinions because you will literally lose friends uh, we lost a friendship because he spoke out about his sure. beliefs and opinions 
and um, it's not something that I could personally get down. I also, and feel subscribe like opinions, to. like now have become like more. Well, this it could just be coincidence because it's a political thing now. But it feels like a lot of these opinions are like way more strong, like strongly centered. Like you don't want to hear anything else other than someone else who has that same exact opinion. Yeah, no, that's that's entirely true, and it's crazy because it's like if that's the case, everybody thinks they're right, and not everybody can be right. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, if you believe in a higher power, only that higher power knows what's right. We can only go by what society uh, deems as normal and moral and correct and incorrect. You know what I mean? So there is, of course, like a societal standard. However, there are so many people that want to demonize and be condescending towards others simply because they don't believe the same thing they believe in like let's say for example i personally think that pineapple does not belong on pizza and i wholeheartedly wait 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 that is a big troll people who say that only say that because they saw it on the internet and they do not know how taste and flavors are supposed to be combined (laughs) the savory matches with the sweet i had let me say sweet i can't and savory are perfect combination. I can't for sure state that I've had pineapple on pizza. I feel like I have, but nope. I don't want to be don't. remiss here. However, I personally, being that my pizza typically consists of pepperoni and green peppers, and that's it, um, I personally would not want pineapple on pizza. So I stand on this side of the fence that says pineapple does not belong on pizza, right? But then there are other people, probably such as yourself, that says pineapple does belong. Well, I'm not saying it belongs. It mean- like I'm not saying like if you don't have the pineapple on the pizza, you <laughs> and you just go start fighting people. No, 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 no. I'm just well, saying yeah, pineapple no, on pizza. Saying. You know, it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not okay, like you know to die for, another. but it's not like some right. huge like oh, the pineapple on pizza. That's like putting ice cream on pizza. It's like no, okay, pineapple. Okay. I, you know, I see where you're coming it's from. Pretty good, and. That's the thing. There are people like myself that believes it does not belong on pizza. There are people on the other side that says it does belong on pizza. And then there are people like in the middle that says pretty much what you just said. You know what I mean? And essentially, we are all correct simply because there wasn't like a standard unless there's literally a pizza patent that nobody knows about. Um, there's no standard. But I do in regards find to... the people who are like, oh, pineapple, not on pizza. Disgusting. But there are other foods where it's so sweet. But then they add it on savory. And I'm trying to think of that example of something that people eat all the time. That they're like, oh, yeah, this is, this is good. And it's like, that's sweeter and more disgusting than pineapple on pizza. Oh, I wish like, I could to think me, of it. It's just like a contrast of too many flavors. That's why, personally, me, I don't think it can, Like, I refuse to eat meat as well as, like, all the um, ingredients of pizza along with green peppers in conjunction with pineapple. To me, that would just taste terrible. I've. Like I said, I can't say for sure if I haven't or had had it. I believe I have, but I could easily be, be mistaken because I have the not best memory. So I'm just going to go, I'm going to err on the side of caution and say I've never had it on pizza. I would just assume it does not taste well. However, to kind of go back to what we were talking about, talking about before, we're technically all right because to me, pineapple does not belong on pizza. And I'm perfectly okay with that because that's the way I prefer my pizza. There are people that believe it should be on pizza and they have it on pizza. Like that's why they have wine. That's now a traditional um pizza uh, preference you know what i mean it's just there's no right or wrong and we can share those opinions and it's not as polarizing as wearing a mask because i was actually that listening to a podcast crazy 
that people I was listening to a podcast uh, yesterday I believe it was waking up with Sam Harris and they were literally talking about that how if you in the eyes of politics of course and even in the eyes of society in America at least if you wear a mask and if you're pro wearing mask you're automatically associated with the left and if you're against wearing the mask you're automatically associated with the right well, I feel like the reason and to me that... oh continue continue yeah, I was just going to say, to me, that's completely ridiculous. I mean, I completely understand it because whether you're on the left or the right, not to generalize, but generally speaking, each side has, of course, like a set generic or blanket set of beliefs that they you know, go with. You know what I mean? And it has been shown publicly. And I'm not saying this is, of course, correct. And I believe in this wholeheartedly, but it's been shown that people on the right side of the spectrum prefer not to wear masks because they feel like it infringes on their rights. Whereas people on the left are like, we are really saving, you know, or not saving, but we're trying to uh, minimize the spread of contagion and whatnot. And then, of course, you know, they have scientists on both ends of the spectrum saying different things. So it's like something as simple as wearing a mask. You can't share the opinion because if I go out and say, yeah, you know, if I'm like at the store and someone's like, man, I hate wearing these masks. I'm like, you know, I don't mind. I honestly forget it's there then like there's this whole controversial thing going on blah blah blah, blah. then it's going to of course lead to oh you're a democrat or you're a republican or this that and the third is like dude we were literally just talking about wearing a mask well, i feel like I said the, i don't mind the this. problem is less with the people like, i mean now it's the people's problem but it's also like a lot of these candidates say trump he kind of pushes that that narrative that masks are you know bad and whatever he kind of takes advantage of the people who are like those kind of small voices of people who are like man I hate wearing a mask. I can barely breathe. And then yeah. he kind of, he and, says and it. He's the president right. and he's like the face of the Republican. Like when, if there is the, for the Republican party, Trump is the face of it. Like say how Biden is the face of the Democratic party. So when Trump now says, oh, you know, mask, you know, like they're pretty stupid. You're right. You know, they, they inherit or blah, 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 blah. Now, if you are a Republican and then say, oh, actually I like wearing a mask. Now you are admitting that Trump was wrong basically yeah your head of the party was wrong about something and that's something people because the party is so in, invested in these people now that you can't even say like saying that trump is wrong means you're not a republican anymore i guess yeah and like you know that's exactly what they hit on and it's crazy because it's a topic so small but of course as you said the faces um of each side or you know the faces of um well, the powers that be, so to speak, the faces of each side have certain opinions and they display said opinions publicly, you know what I mean? But I do so feel... automatically whoever associates with each side is going to um, have or share those set of beliefs. And to me, it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's human nature, honestly, but it's also crazy at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, But I do feel like just... if they, like, say Trump, like everything was back in March and Trump right. was with all say the, the scientists or whatever, even though they kept changing up their facts every every two minutes, like, oh, actually COVID, you know, it's just bad as the flu. Oh, actually it's the worst thing ever. Oh, actually, you know, it's not that right. bad. Like if they like let's say he listened to all that and he just said outright, everyone every American needs to wear a mask. Like everyone kind of jumped on that. I feel like it wouldn't have been like how it is now. People would have worn masks. Yeah. Like there would have been the few I, who I were like rebels and just like I'm not wearing masks no matter what. But I feel like a majority would have worn the mask and the numbers wouldn't have been as bad as they are now. I, I, I do agree with the mask thing. And it's crazy 
because it's really just a matter of, I don't want to use this term in this context because I don't know if it's the right term to use, but it's really just a matter of the role model that each person has, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or the leader of like each party that somebody um, associates themselves with because it's like, like you said, if, you know, Trump came out and said, oh yeah, you know, I'm pro mass this, that, and the third, we would probably not have as many polarizing topics of that, but it just kind of goes to show that no matter what, you can't really share your opinion publicly anymore because people are too true, yeah, biased to even see a different side. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I hate wearing a mask. I used to work at a car dealership during the summer. It was 100 some odd degrees, you know, 90 plus on a good day, 80, which to me is still anything above 73 is hot to me. I'm sorry. But anyways, in the like literally middle of summer and late summer, it was hot as balls. You know what I mean? And I still had to wear a mask inside the building. Obviously, it was cool. But outside, I had to wear masks for the most part. And even inside of cars that were brand new with plastic still, that had to go inside, rip the plastic out, ride with customers on a, anywhere between five to 20 minute test drive, depending. And some customers do not want to ride with, you know, um, AC on. The mask made it harder to breathe. However, I didn't really complain about having the mask. I just complained about the heat. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I'm not going to be so focused on a mask that's going to make me say, man, I really hate this mask and I hate anybody or I want to have a bone to pick with anybody who says otherwise. You know what I mean? It's me. It's just like I'm just wearing another article of clothing. I forget that I have a shirt on sometimes. I forget that I have pants on and shoes on. You know what I mean? I even went to college with my mom's pink hot cross. Well, I feel like it's also because like I was talking to the, uh, the Japanese friend. You guys might know him from an old podcast. But I was talking to him about like America being so against masks. And mm-hmm. he was talking about like how in Japan, basically like a mask is seen like, like almost like you said, like almost like an article of clothing, like girls wear it when they want to, like if they don't want to wear makeup for one day, they'll wear a mask and only do their eye makeup right. or something. Or like say someone gets sick. If you're sick, you'll just wear a mask to work. So you can still work, but you right. can, you won't spread it. So they like wear masks so much more regularly that, they're used to it. Like you don't hear anything about like, oh, I can't breathe or blah, 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 blah. Cause I guess they're used yeah. to the, the way the mask kind of makes the breathing a little different or they're more, they're used to just wearing the mask in general. But like in America, yeah. I was even talking to him about like how you, you never see people wear masks unless they like worked in like wood cutting or whatever, where the particles are in the air or they're a surgeon. And he was even saying that when he was going to America for college, that they told him to not wear masks like how they were in Japan because he was saying they said that Americans view people who are wearing masks as being sickly Mm -hmm. and that makes perfect sense like before the COVID thing that's how I would think of it like if he walked up to me and he's wearing a freaking mask I'm gonna stay away from him I'm like what type of contagious (laughs) thing do you have so it's so true that like Americans didn't even touch masks until this COVID thing. So everything's just so new. Yeah. And that's why I yeah. guess everyone's yeah. or some people are just like, I, 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 it's inhibiting our freedom. Da, 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 da. And, you know, I get that wholeheartedly. Like, even when they make that argument, I'm like, dude, I get it. Like, I don't say I want to wear a mask sometimes, like, especially if it's like, you know, hot or outside or not even that. If, like, I'm just going in and out. I'm like, dude, I really don't want to put this mask on for like two minutes. You know what I mean? But then again, I look at it as I'm not the only person wearing it, number one. Number two, you really don't know who has what. You know what I mean? They really should have. Um, so it gives you marketed it better. When the COVID was coming out and there's like all these different opinions from scientists saying like what COVID really is, because I guess it was new and no one knew. Yeah. So they were just publishing anything that they figured out. And then the news articles, because they wanted people to click, 
they just published everything. Like, oh, maybe COVID is passed by dog poop. Don't watch out for dogs. Like, yeah. crap like that. And it's like all this conflicting stuff. And then they also said, like, oh, wearing a mask doesn't help. And then there was one that's like, oh, wearing a mask does help. And then there's one saying, oh, wearing a mask only helps for the other person. It doesn't help for you. So you need both right. of everyone to wear a mask because the mask just helps it where you can't cough it out. But if you're wearing a mask and someone coughs on you without a mask, you'll catch it. And yeah, that it like gave conflicting of... like things. So everyone's yeah. like, I don't know what to believe. I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. I'm going to catch it anyway because if I wear a mask, it doesn't protect. They should have marketed it better. Just be like everyone wear a mask. Everyone's safe or something like that. Or like or just lie, like outright lie because they do it anyway with the propaganda. They should just outright lie and say, if you're not wearing a mask, there's a 70% chance you're going to de- catch it. So then everyone's wearing a mask because yeah. you think you truly think like, oh, my mask is going to save me because everyone However, else is thinking that. That, that. that is highly true. But if the um, quote unquote professional said that and then obviously like more studies came out, they were like, well, they could have like, you know, said we, we retract that because we were mistaken. It's like, OK, so I'll take that back. I was going to say that could backfire when it came out that the information was not right. But would it backfire that much? Because when you're saying like, oh, well, because, you know, they can lie again. Just like, oh, we didn't yeah, no, know that's that. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. It can easily. I had to retract what I was about to say. Because they can easily save that. Honestly, there's so many ways to save face nowadays. It's ridiculous. But something else that I thought of. I was just going to say it, it's crazy because for the longest time I, I'm watching a movie right now. And this guy said, you know, maybe we need like another plague that was like in the Bible or whatever. I have heard some accounts saying that they're happy that this whole COVID thing is going on because with how humanity is now, and I don't want to get too deep on this topic. No, no, no. Go deep. Thought of it. Um, How humanity is now, like how the world's becoming like worse and worse as time goes on. Some people agree with that. Some people don't. And just like how morals are just starting to like, Oh, I agree with now, that. 100%. They're Morals happy have that, been you know, uh, busted. No, I, I do agree with that point. A lot of people are happy, or some people are happy that COVID happened because it's kind of like a plague or, uh, you know, it's just like kind of like not an apocalypse, but like an apocalyptic uh, symptom, so to speak. Well, and that's honestly a very interesting way to look at it. Well, I'm not like, I don't happy personally it subscribe happened, to but it. I am ha- I'm kind of happy about the like the outcome of what happened safety. afterward because for example racial tensions have been huge all along for black people but it hasn't been like yeah. a mainstream mainstream thing like people listen to the songs don't really care but they're like yeah 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 police screw them yeah 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 you know singing the songs along but don't really like kind of understand and then immediately yeah. when this covid thing happened then now everyone has like you know they're actually people are actually kind of seeing the racial tensions finally like, they're seeing, like, okay, maybe yeah. the police are being actual brutal for, like, crazy stuff. And then yeah, you see, like, these movements. And it's worldwide, too. You're seeing, like, all these kind of, like, civil rights-type movements. Not just for Black people, but just in general. Like, say in Russia, they're having, like, protests for stuff. And it's all, right. it's literally, like, all because... Hello? <clears throat> Jabari? Hello? Uh, okay, so I disconnected. It turns out I was saying a little too much. I will not bring up that conversation ever again. I said Russia, and that was the wrong thing to say. Online on the internet during this election. I apologize. 
Oh, I will get off with the protest in Russia thing and just move back to the morals going down instead. So yeah, uh, <laughs> the morals. I do feel like the morals have been going down because I was even. I swear, I even wrote this down that like people are being busted because it feels like every like it's. It could be just college, you know, because people just act crazy in college. But like, I'm like looking at the actions some people do, you know, their choices, and I'm like, these people just don't care. Like, can you like can you give an example? <clears throat> I'm not saying I disagree with you. Hmm. I just... I'm, try- I'm trying to think of an example that isn't so like you know so goody goody because you know I'm kind of a goody goody person. So some of the stuff yeah. that I would say is like super unmoralistic would be you know some people would be like oh it's not that bad. Which so what is do you why mean? I can't what think of anything. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I'll say fair. I guess what I think, but you know it's, you know I'm not saying these are bad things. It's just stuff that I'm like okay, there's a definite increase of you people doing this. You know what I've noticed, <clears throat> and I can't necessarily blame people for it. However, I can, to a certain extent. I I hate the ignorance that has been going on surrounding you know the racial tension that you know you were speaking on before, and I'm I'm going to choose my words carefully so we don't get disconnected once again. But <laughs> it, it it's crazy because there's there's obviously a problem with everything that's going on. You know what I mean? And as I'm not going to limit it only to black people. However, in America, it's mainly targeted towards black people, but obviously other minorities go through it. You know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. obviously a huge injustice and um, racial tension between just to be, you know, candid, you know, white people and people of color. And it's not necessarily just like within the civilian world, because obviously it is within the civilian world. But in terms of, you know, you know, the government, you know, whether it's the executive branch or even the judicial branch, mainly when it comes like to the everyday lives, the day-to-day lives of people of color, it's really the judicial branch, the judicial system and um, the justice system as well, which is all pretty much the same thing. But anyways, Mm -hmm. um, it's just crazy because obviously, you know, recently, whether it was with Breonna Taylor or George Floyd or what have you, that's an issue. You know what I mean? Now, obviously, I'm not going to say that there are other injustices towards, you know, white people to white people or black people to black people because there is, you know what I mean? However, the argument that I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily pay attention to and understand and grasp is that there's a blindness and an ignorance towards the racial injustice, like white people to black and people it's, to, you know. The worst part is, is like you were saying, it's it's so deep in it where it's even in the laws, it's in the real estate, it's in the taxes. Like imagine you live, let's just say you live in Virginia and you live in a, a slightly you know, more black area of Virginia, of one city. You pay just as many, t- or supposedly you're paying just as much taxes as everyone else. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't get any benefit of that tax. Like there, there's no tax or ta- uh, these tax dollars going to like, you know, help out, like build a park over here. They're building a park over there with your tax dollars. Yeah, oh, they're building that school a new floor. Your school keeps getting the hand-me-down track. Right. Same thing. It's like you're not getting an equal distribution of like the resources. Yeah. And my problem isn't only just with the act of doing it. It's also with the act of not the act but it's also with that blindness to it because i mean i was having a conversation i wasn't i was talking to my sister and she was telling me how 
she has like a little friend group, you know, her, she's mixed, she's half black, half Puerto Rican. Her other friend is, you know, black and her other friend is white. The white friend who I'm, I'm acquainted with her, like I'm not friends with her, but you know, she's not a stranger, you know what I mean? I somewhat know her. And um, she's a very, you know, respectful person. And if she does anything wrong or she's like, you know, uh, does anything immoral or like she feels like she's wrong somebody, she's very, you know, apologetic. You know what I mean? She doesn't re- want to step on anybody's toes and she's very respectful for boundaries and whatnot. However, they were all talking. I think this was when the whole George Floyd um, incident happened. <clears throat> her and her friends were talking about it and her white friend did not see, I'm not going to say she didn't see anything wrong with it. However, she did not understand, and I, from what I gather, I could be uh, mistaken. Um, she pretty much said that the whole injustice between, you know, white cops and you know black minorities or even minorities in general, people of color, isn't what everybody makes it seem. And I know for a fact they did have a disagreement in regards to that particular topic. I just don't know if it stemmed from George Floyd or not, but I know it happened around that time. And I told my sister, I was like, while she's being blind, you also have an accountability of being blind as well. And what I mean by that is us people of color have to realize you can't necessarily expect those who do not live our life, go through our culture, go through our livelihoods and day-to-day lives, and you have the history of injustice that we've had since the dawn of time in America. Um, you can't expect them to completely understand it. And you can't expect them to know that it's going on up to a certain degree. Now afterwards, like if it's like something blatant that just happened, like the Breonna Taylor incident, um, the George George Floyd incident and others, it's like obviously there's like a repetition and now they're more public simply because COVID has, or at least around that time, it had everybody in the house. Everybody was watching the news. Simply they wanted to see like what was going on with COVID, you know, any new information, things like that. Um, and then they were like seeing that on the news as well. So obviously it brought a very um, necessary amount of attention to it. <clears throat> However, there's a blindness going around completely that nobody wants to take accountability for. And one thing, me personally, I'm not even going to say this is like a man thing because a lot of people would say, or a lot of males would say, you know, as men, we have to take accountability for actions. As humans, we have to take accountability for actions. And obviously, the white people or people that feel like there is no racial injustice, because it's not just white people, there are even people of color that are blind because they never experienced it. And probably their parents never experienced it. It wasn't like until like, you know, the older generations, like their grandparents and great grandparents had experienced and they moved into a state of privilege. However, um, there's a blindness. People are just saying, oh, that's not real. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I'm like, it, it really is. It's, you're just not going to know it's true until you actually experience it. You know, you can see it on the news, but you could like come up with so many variables as to why it's not real. But until you experience it, that's something completely different. Mm-hmm. My ex and I, we were we loved exploring. I love exploring and so does she. She was more um, adventurous than me simply because I know as a black male in America, there are certain places I should not go during <laughs> certain times of day or any time of the day um, without any proper um, acceptance or um, approval simply because bad things can happen. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to be as big as possible. So she decided that she wanted to go down this one road and to our knowledge, there was like no signs saying it was like personal property. This is this, that, or the third. We thought it was like free land. So we just started driving down it. There was like a little loop. We were just going to go down this path. And it wasn't even like more than like a five minute drive. We were just going to go around. It was like a big U shape. And on the other side, we were going to come out and just like drive off. However, we noticed that there was like a red truck just parked somewhere. We thought like, okay, he's just doing the same thing that we we're doing. <clears throat> so we kept going. There was a chain on the other side. So we went back 
trying to, you know, leave because we were literally going to leave. We weren't trying to do anything malicious or anything like that. And the red truck, uh, it's okay. So there was a chain on the other end. So we drove around back to the other end. I was driving in my car, by the way. And the red truck finally came back to the entrance where I was parked because I was looking at the chain. I was like, there's this guy literally chained us in. This was the point I was like, okay, something's really going on. And this is not going to end well for me personally obviously she's with me something bad is going to happen to her more than likely but me personally i know this is not going to end well for me <laughs> and <clears throat> i told her that and she thought i was upset with her and i was because it was her idea but i wasn't wholly upset with her i was upset with the person as well for putting the chain on but it turns out he sped up and almost hit my car he stopped at the right um moment and he came to my car window he was drunk he told me to roll my window down my anger was like literally getting the best of me my blood was boiling however i had to re remember what my parents told me at a young age anytime you're in a heated situation like that try to have a clear head as best as possible so that's what i tried to do and he wanted me to roll my window down all the way i cracked it and i just like talked to him civilly <laughs> he was drunk he was irate he was very belligerent also and he went back to his truck and my ex kept trying to say, well, let me just go out and talk to him. This and I was like, you're not getting out of this car. Because if you get out, of, get out of this car and he does something to you, then I have to, you know, get involved, unfortunately. And then it's going to be even worse for me. Because then he started saying that it was his personal property. He said that there was like a house further back that was his. I tried to explain him. I didn't know. He told me I knew. And I was like trying to attack him or whatever. So he went back to his truck. And I kept eyes on him through my rear view window, uh, mirror. And I told my then girlfriend to stay in the car and because I was staying in the car I locked the doors and everything and I saw him reaching for something on his floor and Jabari I told you I really think this is going to be like my last moments on this earth I lied to you not I did not have a weapon on me of any kind thankfully and you'll see why I say thankfully um so there was like really nothing I could do so Mind you, the reason I'm telling you all this beforehand, my then girlfriend thought that there was no such thing. I'm not going to say no such thing as racism, but she did not think racism was as prevalent as everybody made it seem. You know what I mean? And she did not like agree with the be be Black Lives Matter movement or anything like that. Um, that caused a lot of controversy. But anyways, the guy came back. He had nothing in his hand except for his cell phone at the time. He was on the phone with somebody. He was he called 911. And he was talking to her, said that we were trespassing. I told her, ma'am, yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't screaming, but I was talking very loudly so she can hear me through my cracked window. I was telling her I had no idea you know, that this was private property. I was just trying to leave. And she said, does he have a weapon on him? And I lied to you. Not, I'm not the type to exaggerate serious stories. This guy looked at me and he had like the most malicious smile on his face. And he just like sat there quiet for a second. So I had to speak up even louder this time and saying, no, I did not have a weapon on me. I'm just with my girlfriend. I'm really trying to leave. However, you put the chain up. I'm really just trying to get out this that, and the third. She asked, the dispatch lady asked for my um, license plate number. Of course, you know, the description of my car. Um, and I just kept talking to him. He hung up, with, uh, hung up with her. And I just kept talking to him, trying to like, you know, talk him down. Just saying, look, man, I really meant no disrespect by it. He was like, no, I know you. I see you. I, I've seen you around here before. I was like, Sir, I don't even come to this area. So that's how I know you haven't seen me before. I was like really trying to, you know, reassure him. And he ended up obviously letting me go, being that I'm on the podcast with you now. And after that, my my ex, she was like, why is he acting like that? I was like, that's literally what I've been trying to tell you this whole time. Like there are people who literally have it out for those who are persons of color simply because they are persons of color. You saw like the anger in his eyes, like when he um, was talking to me, he didn't even acknowledge her or anything. And the one time he did acknowledge her, you saw like a sense of relief, you know what I mean? 
but like the whole time he was talking to me, it was just like all this anger. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. We're not making this up. Now, obviously there are people of color that do make up, you know, the scenarios and whatnot and uh, exaggerate their experiences just to prove a point. And I get why they're doing that, but I'm like, this is literally the reality that people of color have to go through, not just black people, primarily black people in America, but other people of color, whether it's like, you know, Asians, Mexican, or not even Mexicans, like Hispanics in general, um, like any persons of color. And it's like ridiculous. And not many people are hip to that. And ever since then, even though we don't talk now, during the time that we were talking and whatnot, she even like told some of her friends and she, it shifted her mindset regarding it simply because she saw it firsthand with me, you know what I mean? Whereas if I just told her about that, she wouldn't have believed it. She would have thought that those like some details I was leaving out. And I was like, no, this is literally reality. So my problem is not just people that are being very uh, insensitive and, you know, uh, showcasing certain feelings of injustice or disregard for persons of color's lives or their experiences or anything like that. It's the blindness that people have to it. It's like, we did not come up with this narrative out of nowhere. Obviously, there are people who victimize themselves. You and I, as you know, black people, we can even attest. Probably some people in our families exaggerate and victimize themselves just for the sake of attention. You know what I mean? But since the dawn of liberation of slaves in America, even while we were slaves, we were being victim. You know, we were victims. You know what I mean? Like no matter what. And I know there are people that are going to say because I've heard this argument so many times. Well you know slave i mean not slave owners i'm sorry um africans were selling each other as slaves back in africa so blah, blah blah why is it so bad when we do it this that and the third and i'm like unless you specifically know the details regarding the quote-unquote slave trade in africa around that time you can't necessarily speak on it because people can say that about literally back like when agriculture was like rampant and there was like no such thing as industrialization when there was indentured well no this is like around the time of liberation of slaves i believe like indentured servitude and that was like of course in america but even in other parts of the country whether it was europe or asia or what have you like throughout the dawn of time there were indentured servitude so like are you mixing slavery with that or is there something else that you're mixing it with or is it the exact same thing that happened now, i'm not saying that obviously there are no injustice towards black people on black people in africa because there is there's injustices towards natives or people that are the same culture no matter where you go but people turn a blind eye to one majority doing it to a minority and that's what my biggest problem comes from well it's because they they don't want to seem like they're in the wrong like no one wants to seem like you're the devil when it's like kind of yeah like you're you're doing something completely wrong and it's like almost in a demonic sense but you wouldn't want to say that about yourself like if some let's just say everything changed and it turned out uh let's just say watching anime was like you know all anime was just freaking pedophile crap like right. it's just seemed as that. Like you don't believe that it is, but let's just say in this universe it is. It a hundred percent is, even though it's the same exact stuff. Right. You wouldn't be like, oh, well, nah, yeah, I guess I'm a pedophile. No, you you just be like, no, I'm not a pedophile. Look, if you just look at it in this form of way, you know, the anime is actually an art, and da 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 da. You find all these excuses to make it seem like yeah. you're not a freaking pedophile, even though in yeah. this universe. You are. Yeah. And to hit on that, it's it kind of goes back to like what I was saying about just taking accountability for your actions and like for you in general. Um, and it's honestly a huge sense of maturity. Uh, a good example. One of my exes told me I was an asshole and told me I was controlling and whatnot. And at the time, 
I thought that was like going against my character. So I said, what the hell are you talking about? No, I'm not. And I blamed everything on her. And then over time, I realized, dude, I was an asshole. I was controlling. The reason I was controlling is because she literally cheated on me and lied to my face about it many times. So ever since then, I didn't trust her. However, I just had to like say, look, I'm mature now. I'm more mature than I was before. And I'm just going to take responsibility. I even apologized to her for being that way. I was like, obviously, it did stem from your actions. I was not controlling before that. However, I still can't just blame it on you. I was controlling. I really sincerely apologize. And it takes a huge sense of maturity to even own up to it. And I feel like that's really what's lacking in people, no matter how old you are, like whether you're young, middle-aged, old, like, I don't care. There's, if you can't own up to like how you are and what you actually are, then I have a problem with that because it shows that you're not mature. And I, I'm not going to say I can't hang out with immature people, but I can't hang out with people that have disregard for their actions and like the effects their actions have on others. Yeah, like, I, I would I say that self-awareness that. is one of the most important things I feel like for any person, yeah. just to be like self-aware of yourself. Cause like some people, you know, you, th- you can say you're self-aware, like be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm the type of person who gets mad all the time. But then it's different for you to like kind of recognize that and then some things just try to change it. Like, you know, maybe you're like, oh, I am mad all the time. Let me take some steps to not be mad anymore. Or let's say yeah. someone who's like, oh man, I like you there's so many things that people are self-aware. Like some some people where they are racist or whatever. Sometimes I don't know about everyone, but sometimes the people kind of know like they're in the wrong. Like if someone else comes up and it's like, go, like one of their friends or whatever tells them that they were in the wrong, they'll kind of, sh- they'll stop because they're like, oh wait, I am in the wrong. I just didn't realize how, like how forward I was going with it. But then yeah. if they don't make and- that decision to like kind of change that, then it's like, you didn't really change anything. Like you can be self-aware of something and then not change it. Yeah, that's the and that's like one of the part. problems. Yeah. And one thing, like, obviously not everybody thinks the way I do. So I can't say, oh, everybody needs to uh, adapt this mentality because I'm just a 23 year old guy. What the heck do I know in terms of life and wisdom? You know what I mean? Obviously, I'm not going to discredit myself and say I don't know anything. But obviously, having gone through life like a lot of people have. So, I mean, I, I, I preface what I'm about to say with that. However, I do feel as if uh, me personally, if somebody can come up to me or not come up to me because it would be weird if they came up to me and said I'm a racist but if like if I was having a conversation with somebody and they obviously had racist um ideals and ideologies and they just like owned up to it was like honestly man I'm just gonna be real with you I, I, I I'm I'm, I'm kind of racist or I am racist or I know what I said was racist or this that, and the third and that's just like how it is like if they're just like honest with themselves and with me about it I'm going to respect them. I'm not going to like respect them as a person completely, but I'm going to respect them enough to the fact like, dude, you told me how you are. Like, you're not trying to hide it. You're not trying to make yourself seem out to be something that you're not. I mean, I don't respect the fact that you're this. I I don't respect that, but I do respect you enough for being mature enough to tell me about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And I know not a lot of people are going to agree with this because it's like, well, if you're going to respect them, then that means that you respect them, blah, blah, blah. No, like, no, I don't respect or support them being racist, but at least they're not lying to me. That's like your girlfriend cheating on you. And you know she cheated on you. You have a video of her cheating. But you say, like, babe, I didn't cheat on you. Like, no, if you told me that she cheated on you, I'm going to respect you more. Like, the situation, like, the outcome is not going to be as bad as it is if you lie to me. Like, if you tell me the truth, then I'm going to be like, all right, we can still call, you know, like, call it quits. We don't, and I'm not talking about girlfriends anymore. We don't have to continue talking to one another. Obviously, you're racist. You don't like me because I'm black. 
um, I don't like you because you're racist, but I respect you enough for telling me that. So like now it can just be like a civil, you know, going separate ways. Like I feel like with me, if you're racist and you're just honest with me or like not just racist, if you're like anything and you're just like open about it and you're willing to change it, or at least you're, if you're self-aware, that's cool. We don't have to talk. I don't have to talk to you whatsoever. You don't have to be in my life. You really don't. You know what I mean? However, if you're self-aware and even some people that are taking steps to change it, that's awesome. That, that, that is completely awesome. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like but, my problem with the racist people, like if you're, if someone's racist, okay, you know, whatever, just, I probably wouldn't have wanted to talk to them anyway. But the problem yeah. is that a lot of these people who are racist either are in positions of power or they act on that racism and do stuff yeah. that is terrible kind of thing. Like, let's just say like the simplest thing, which some people would think is not that bad. But, you know, as a black person, it's pretty bad. If right. you call the police on someone for something like that could have been handled by yourself, like, let's just say like someone, let's say your situation where you're like, oh, I didn't know I was in your property. I wanted to drive, like, where it's, you know, they, it's obvious that these people were, like, say, a couple driving or whatever. And they, you know, you could trust that they probably, you know, were just on accident because they didn't go to the house because it was already chained yeah. up. And I'm guessing that the person already saw you go onto their property if they caught you yeah. leaving it. So he called the police afterward because he probably knew that the, the like the situation would take go to the next level like he wanted you to get in bigger trouble or whatever it's like at that point yeah. that's when the racism's like going too far because yeah, like now because you're affecting you're someone else that. exactly exactly and i'm glad you hit on that point because it's i'm not gonna say it's cool <laughs> if you're like something i don't like I, I deem as immoral like if you're racist that's one thing you know what i mean but if you're like racist but you don't outwardly abuse you know your power being yeah honestly it could be it can really be not even white people let's just be real you know pre people of color minorities they can be racist just as racist yeah I, I don't agree with people saying that they can't but my thing is if you're just like let's just say like you're racist in general if you're racist and you're not like really infringing on anybody's livelihood or like their life in general you're just like i don't like that person because they have this skin color that's one thing again we don't have to talk i don't want to talk to you you know what i mean however if you are making it your life's mission like you will cannot die until you cause so much trouble for so many people that you don't agree with or have a problem with or are racist towards or don't like or whatever that's when it's like dude you're i'm not gonna say the actual work because i don't want to give more work for you but dude you're just being a b-word at that point like seriously like you have nothing better to do with your life than to and a fringe on somebody else. So now obviously if they're doing something, then that's one thing, but that's not the topic or the matter at hand. It's really just like outwardly, like you said, that guy calling um, the police, he was inebriated. So I can't blame him completely for not thinking with a straight mind because when I'm inebriated, I don't think with a straight mind, you know what I mean? However, looking at it in hindsight, we were just a couple that was just driving. I didn't even know that there was a house back there. He wasn't the red truck that originally was, you know, in there. Um, but he was literally just park, parked in his red truck talking on the phone. I was like, okay, he's just somebody that's just pulled over to have a conversation. You know what I mean? I didn't think anything of it. And I obviously was trying to leave. So him chaining up everything, trying to handle it himself. I get it being that that was his personal property. But if you're looking at like the situation as a whole, it's like, dude, we were literally leaving. We're honestly coming and going. If you would have just like gave us time to do so. Um, now, if it was a repeat thing, same car, same people, then at that point, obviously, you're going to think that they're casing your house or they're trying to do whatever, then that's one thing. But like a one-time thing, 
at least this is my frame of thinking. I agree with you. It's that was just unnecessary. But then it However, could also be that there are so many mis misinformation about it, like about black mm-hmm. people in general, that you probably just one hundred percent believe that you were going to do something illegal on this property. I don't blame because him. you. I look like every other black guy. I because I, because I am black. I look like every other black guy to people that are not black. You know what I mean? Like for example, Hill and I. If people don't necessarily know, like Hillary and I specifically, they think I'm Hill sometimes, and they think Hill is me. They think we're twins, or they think we're brothers because we look so much alike. And we look at each other. We're like, we do not look like each other whatsoever. We go to the same barber. Yes, we dress similar some days. Yes, um, we don't really hang out when we're dressing the same. To be completely honest with you, because we don't want to be mixed up with one another. Um, but to like you know the eyes of anybody that's not black, we look the same. You know what I mean? I look like every other black guy. So I can't blame him in that regards. Like keeping that in mind. You know what I mean? But something that I touched on the people that say that people of color can't be racist. I think they can. Do I think it's more? This is where it gets dicey because I feel like it's justified because like so many repeat instances in a person's life, like older generations, of course, or not of course, but like mainly older generations. So many repeat instances of racism towards them is going to like. But then there's some black people that just don't like. I feel like the racism from other people of color, which is kind of ironic that you call basically like not you, but like America in general, I guess calls every other race other than white people of color but let's just say certain people of color let's just say asian like how many black people are in like say i don't know freaking china or vietnam or whatever but they already have those inherent prejudices and i'm guessing i don't know if that's true but i'm guessing that they learn that from the media which is like okay i watched this movie the black person was the gangster I watch another movie. Okay, a black person was a gangster breaking the law again. I watch this next movie. Okay, the black person was a gangster again, again, again. So you start to kind of assume. It's the same with, like, say, people who watch a lot of anime. You assume Japan is kind of like the anime. At least, sort of. Yeah. In some way, slightly, if you take in some of what is anime that's not so crazy, Japan's like that. And then when you, like, talk to a Japanese person or you go to Japan, you realize, oh, Japan is literally nothing like the anime. (laughs) The only similarity is that people just speak Japanese. And it's 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 the same with, like, say, I guess, people watching movies and see a black person. I'm guessing. For, like, other countries outside of America. It's crazy to say that. Do you remember in senior year when I dated that Italian exchange student? No. Okay, well, in senior year, I dated an, an Italian exchange student. Now, Wait, what was her name? As you, Luisa. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know she was an so, exchange student. Yeah, she was in America just for a year, and then she went back. Dude, she travels so much. It's I'm envious. But anyways, um, it's crazy because as you remember me from high school, and even pictures that you see me on Snapchat, I not so much anymore. But back then, I dressed in all black. I had on skinny jeans, the tightest skinny jeans that you would see a guy wearing and a band t-shirt with bands. That was really my everyday attire. And uh, senior year, that started to change a little bit. I started wearing a little bit more color, but generally speaking, I was still wearing skinny jeans no matter what color I'm wearing. I'm still doing that. But anyways, she told me straight up, the guys in Italy, and being that she travels so much, she was able to speak for other countries that she's been to. And in different European countries, um, the guys that they have there have Afros, um, they wear Jordans. And they are the stereotypical black guys because oh, that's really what oh, I want to touch that's on. That's what now. they see. Well, that's what they them, see. I mean, that topic. In, in movies, and it wasn't just her that said it because obviously you can't go off of like what one person says. Her friend that was from the Czech Republic, which is not Italy, said the exact same thing. 
She even said, you guys don't talk how the black guys in Italy and Czech Republic talk, or the guys in Europe in general. And then on top of that, from what we thought black, you know, how black guys were, you guys are not like that, like at all. At least not Hillary and I, like Hillary and I, we're not thugs. We don't, I mean, Hillary dresses more urban than I do, but even he doesn't dress completely urban, you know what I mean? Like, well, that's you're not the problem. See black... like, all black people are kind of put in, I guess you could say that about every minority, but like, black people in general are kind of pushed into this one stigma of how we're supposed to like how we are assumed to act is like yep okay you are big lipped big afro hoodie wearing gangsta talking weed smoking like you know all this crap it's just piled in and it's like yeah literally one i'm from the suburbs so i like (laughs) i don't know why you're assuming that i'm supposed to act like this urban dude and yeah, two, same here. I wasn't. It's like the urban people. people. It's like that's such a super stereotype. Like just because you see the rappers act like this, doesn't mean every single person who's from like these urban cities or is black in general is supposed to act like that. Like yeah. I remember like, I would I go wasn't... to college. Oh, well, I'll just say this last thing. I went in college. Very people fine. come up to me and they're saying like these, you know, these popular Twitter words or whatever, like. Hey man, uh, what is the word that they people always say like from Twitter? It's like you know those typical like Twitter, black, Dude, I don't black Twitter insane. words, and it's like I'm, yeah, it's point. like these slang words, and I'm like looking at them like, why are you talking to me like this? <laughs> like at yeah, what exactly. point when I was talking with this voice, do you think that that was the right thing to say? You oh know, my. it's really funny that you say that because for people to come up to you, to either of us really, but to you specifically, it's hilarious for them like to expect you to like be talking like that. Like, and I'm I, gonna lie like to you. I get it. They're trying like, to like kind of like you know be nice and kind of talk in the same way that they assume like kind of black people talk to kind of be friendly or whatever. But it's like if I don't talk like that, I'm like looking. It is even worse when they use it wrong, and you're just like, yeah. What is wrong with you? Like, I was working at Food Line, this, but this was back in high school because everybody started saying fleek or on fleek back in high school. A lot of people in Food Line were using that term. And I was like, what the fuck does this mean? So me being me, like back then I was like kind of like, I was embarrassed to say, I don't know this slang, this vernacular. I, I speak way too proper for me to be speaking with slang. You'll catch me speaking slang every now and then, but that's honestly if I'm just like joking around with my friends, you know what I mean? um but truly speaking if you ever hear me like in an actual conversation jabari as you know me personally i rarely ever speak with slang it's it's safe to say i speak with slang like five percent of the time to be completely honest with you so back then i was embarrassed to ask what does on fleek mean so i asked somebody that i feel like i can confide in that worked with me i thought we were close i was like hey man this girl just said something's on fleek what 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 does that mean and he said Oh, and he busted out laughing. He's like, you don't know what on fleek means? I'm like, I don't know why I entrusted the stereotypical black guy to keep this between us. I thought we were cool. Like, we've known each other for years. But anyways, and like he told me, I was like, oh, why can't they just say that? Like, even Hillary, my closest friend ever for the past 13 years, every time I hear like a new word that's slang, I have to ask him. And he has to translate for me. Oh, he told I me have what to use Urban rap- Dictionary like once a week yes. because of this crap. Yes. He told me what that's a rack means. He told Wait, me what? Um, that's a rack. Like, oh, Lil okay. Uzibert, um, he, like he had a song called That's a Rack. I was like, I'm listening to the song. I don't know what that means. Can you explain it to me? Like every word that I hear that's slang, I'm like, Hill, I 
I, can you translate for me? Or even he uses stuff, assuming that I know it, and I don't know why he assumes I know it. Um, and I, he has to translate. And it's like, it's crazy. If you line me and my three brothers up, one, you would not even think we're related by the way we appear, to be completely honest with you. And with how we talk, the one that's closest in age with me, he talks proper also, but he doesn't at the same time. You know what I mean? He's like a little bit more quote unquote cultured than I am when it comes like to the you know vernacular used about today's youth. I'm more cultured now because my closest friend, he's not in that culture. He just knows it. So he doesn't like when he's talking to people, obviously he knows like what the hell they're saying. Um, but I don't as much. And then like my oldest two brothers, um, they're more urban. But the second oldest one, he is a street guy, like straight up. Like the other day, I just straight up said, what's a brick? And he told me what a brick was. And he was like, it's uh, something, something, something. And then he used the word dope. I was like, is dope a specific drug or is it, it, is it like, what? what is dope? It's like, it, I've never heard, like, I've heard people say it, but I didn't know there was like a specific drug. Like, is that like cocaine? Is it like, and he like, had to explain it to me. I was like, I just don't get this. He was like, you're, you're not a street person. You don't need to. And that's one thing that to like kind of tie everything back into what we were just talking about. That's one thing a lot of people should understand about black people. Or they we're should just understand like about people else. in general. Yeah, in general. like in exactly. General, like we're just like, like everybody else. Like we don't. How you not saying like yeah. you know people grew up different, like in a bad way or whatever. But depending on how you grew up, you act different. So I was born a little more urban. urban. Some people were a little. Not. I was raised in the suburbs. You know what I mean. I was born. When yeah, I like even within the suburbs, the suburbs but like, they moved to it yeah people there are people who act a little more urban some people who act a little more proper some people just are in the middle it's yeah like you were a guy who in high school was singing green sleeves and singing Gregorian <laughs> okay and I was the guy that was listening to metal listening to music that other people can't necessarily understand and now I'm listening to um still metal different types but like I'm listening to heavier metal now like when I say heavy, like back then I wasn't listening to as much like death metal or death core, but now I'm listening like to death metal, death core, black metal, thrash metal. Like I'm listening to all these like obscure subgenres of metal where a lot of people can't understand. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I don't even understand what they're saying. I have to look at the lyric videos for me to like to get it and then I understand like the nuance of the singers, you know what I mean? But I also listen to classical music. I listen to Cindy Lauper and Pat Benatar and Duran Duran and Billy Idol. Billy Idol's a huge idol of mine when it comes to music, theatrics wise, you know what I mean? I watch movies like The Crow and Serenity, who barely anybody I've ever met knows what those movies are. I'm watching The Crow right now. And it's like, I'm not gonna be like this stereotypical guy, you know what I mean? So like everybody that I come in contact with, like now I'm not even gonna lie to you, Jabari, any girl that like I match with or that I even like meet in general, I just come to grips with who I am and I'm now comfortable with it. I tell them, look, I'm bad at texting. I I am forward now, so like I don't have to tell them I'm not forward anymore. But I'm like, I'm bad at texting. I don't like texting. I prefer hanging out for like me to actually carry a conversation consistently. I listen to metal. I barely listen to hip hop and rap. You're going to say some rapper. I don't know. Um, I listen to also classical music. I listen to music that's honestly like three to 500 years old, sometimes even more. Um, we are not, I'm not like a lot of the guys that you meet. And I can <laughs> obviously attest to that, to be completely honest with you. You know what I mean? And it's like, it kind of throws them in a shock. It gives them a culture shock. Cause it's like, at first they're like, oh, you know, I hear that all the time, this and the third, but even Max is like, you really aren't like any other guy I've met. I was like, I tried telling you, <laughs> you know what I mean? It is like black people have this stigma that's placed around them. Stigma is like the bad, is not the best word to use. Um, pe black people have this, I'm just gonna use the word stigma, stigma about who they are, True. how they are, how they show up, like, especially black people, men. 
and I hate it because like same people I match with they'll be like like they'll say these words as if I'm gangster just because like before yeah. when I had the dreads like just because I had dreads doesn't mean I'm smoking the weed <laughs> and smoking the cocaine or whatever and they're coming up like oh yeah you want to hit the bong or whatever and I'm like looking at this message like <laughs> what is wrong with these people yeah like, and like, I like if they knew I the truth I matched like, with this girl she was white or she is white she's not deceased she's white I matched with this girl before and she accidentally sent me a snap that was supposed to go to one of her female friends or male friends one of her other friends and she said the word nigga in it oh. she was like uh some 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 yeah my nigga blah 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 and I was like no 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 she was like this guy came up to me blah blah blah, blah. and I was like she she's like I thought to myself like nigga what kind of girl do you think I am and in my head I was like what the fuck so she <laughs> sent it to me and I just like sent it back to her I was like what did I just hear <laughs> like what and she was like I'm so sorry that was supposed to go to somebody else well I'm like look I don't know if you were using it in like a negative context <laughs> I said just watch who you're sending this to next time of the episode ends there as you see the conversation ended mid-sentence and that was because that recording was over three hours long and we talked about multiple things and the first half of that recording was more you know racially tension type conversation the second half is a completely different subjects and so i stopped it there and i will just upload the second half after that so i guess in a week you'll see a new episode uh that's about it so that's the end of this part uh don't cancel us thanks bye